0: welcome to Stocking Spurs, the podcast that's forty minutes of football adjacent for Vody. I am your host Acid, and here we have our other host Patty. Hey, Patty, what's up?
1: Hi, Acid. Welcome to the dawn of a new age. Woohoo! Awesome. So, on
0: the agenda today, dear listeners, we're just gonna. It's just gonna be good vibes. Good vibes all around. We're gonna talk about the Ange era, Sonny's new Red era as captain, more on that later, and also an all new chapter of BB of the Week. Never have we had this many fresh BBs. Also, you know what, Patty? It's my personal better sound era. Long-time listeners will have noticed by now how Patty always sounds super good, crisp and clear, while I sound like I'm recording from the floor of a swimming pool. But hey, guess what? I got the same mic Patty has. (laughs) Who would have thought that was it?
1: You know. I guess I mean when they say you know equipment is there, but it's all about the you know the content too. And uh, Asad, you've always brought it, so I guess we kick things (laughs) off with first off football
0: yeah come on down our special guest and football correspondent toby what's up
2: hey thanks for having me again what what a time to be a spurs fan
0: (laughs) (laughs) so oh my god let's talk about our first four premier league games we are second on the table as we speak we were briefly in first a few weeks ago we kicked off the season 2 2 against Brentford, and then it was just, it was all wins from there. So we crushed Manu. We crushed
1: Bournemouth. We super crushed Burnley. What do we think? Three out of four games away. Take note.
2: Yes. Yeah, I've seen some people saying that, like, especially some managers at the start of the season playing away will be a bit cagey. You just don't want to lose. You want to kind of you know, protect a defense and just be a bit defensive. But that just hasn't happened. Ange has started as he means to continue. And as the fans have been singing, we have our club back. And it's just attacking football. It's all we've ever wanted. Like, thank God the Mourinho-Conte vision is is over and we're back to how Spurs need to play.
1: It's just so enjoyable. As the de facto new fan in this trio, I was clearly spoiled by, I guess, the end of the Poch era, which I admit I was still kind of getting used to everything. I'm like, oh, cute boys, they all play well, but like, I didn't really quite like understand what you meant by like attacking football until I saw the non-attacking version, and I'm like, oh, Poch is the bus. it's a strategy. I get it now. But this one, guys, this one, my mind is just blown about how much fun I'm having. Like I'm having fun watching these people. It's like Brentford 2-2. I wasn't even angry. I was just like, oh my goodness, look at all these chances. Look at everybody stepping up to the plate and just going for it.
2: Yeah, it's amazing. And, And playing out of the back, really possessing well and doing a high press and putting a lot of pressure on the opponents in their own box. It's been fabulous. And it's every single position. I mean, you can't. Rank a single person number one because everybody's doing amazingly. Look at Adogi. I think he's probably the best left back in the, in the Premier League right now. It's really, I mean, Vicario has made some incredible saves already. And Pape Sar and Basuma together are looking like two Dembele's. So it's absolutely ridiculous, like the quality across the pitch.
0: It's, I was just gonna add to that that it's so it's so exciting that like everyone is really shining and that our goals are coming from everywhere. Mm. Like Romero, Royale in the first game, Sar and the I'm gonna credit it's an own goal, but I'm gonna credit this to Benny Boo.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Totally made it happen. And then in the next game, Madison and Kulu, and in the next game, all of our captains with a hat trick from Sunny. It's it's crazy. I like I, I hope that this makes us terrifying to other teams because it's not just, oh, let's mark Harry Kane to death. It's like yes. how do you get eleven guys under control? You can't you can't stop us.
1: And and I'm kind of loving how like how they just react now when they try like Pedro Porro is trying the entire defensive line is trying and when it doesn't work i feel like i don't know how what the technical term for this is but like they just it they don't turn it over to the other team and they just keep <gasps> yes! trying like sure hit the hit the woodwork it bounces back everybody just somebody try to get it in and sometimes it works so it's like just keep trying like pedro poro keeps trying and i love that for him mm. and it's just like it's amazing i'm so excited yeah. I'm so excited and that I also don't have like the language
0: to describe it, but I think that was one of the first things that I noticed this season. Like in the last seasons, when we make an attempt and we lose it, that that's it. Bye we bye. just lose it. And then we wait another 15, 20, 90 minutes for another <laughs> attempt. But now it's like attempt if that fails, like we somehow retain or regain possession really, really quickly. And then we try again and again and again. And I love it. It's just it's the the persistence you want.
1: From, from these guys. The play just feels to me, again, a novice, non-technical eye. It feels smoother. And I feel like there's like a grace to it. And I'm not, I know everybody is pitching in, but I think, Toby, I want to hear your thoughts about James Madison. Because Vice Captain Matters has not just been adorable off pitch, but I was a bit nervous about him transferring in from Leicester. I didn't really know much about him. I knew he was friends with Delhi and Kane and you know they all hang out whenever the England squad roll around but I didn't know much about him but honestly he seems to be kind of part of every goal we've had or like somehow instrumenting and I don't know I feel like he's just there.
2: Yeah I think in every aspect he's been absolutely crucial I because I wasn't sure about him when he played for Leicester I thought oh this guy's a bit arrogant like he's <laughs> I mean, but I think I'm realizing that's just leftover feeling from when Lester kind of pipped us for the the title a few seasons back. Because he stepped in and he wears Harry Kane's number now, doesn't he? And he's, I think, kind of the humility he's shown and just the leadership he's shown, I think, on all aspects of the game. He's doing absolutely incredibly. Um, His passing has been phenomenal. His shooting yesterday scored a fabulous strike. His creativity his kind of vision, and yeah, it's unbelievable. He just, on Suns, I think it was his third goal, the one that came in from a fabulous ball from Pedro Porro, Madison does this little thing. He just knocks a short pass to Papé Sarr and then flings it out to the corner, and it's these little kind of things which are throwing off the defense. You're just kind of, it's like a, a feint, I guess, almost in boxing or something, that he's just taking these extra little kind of chest steps that you're thinking three moves ahead to create these opportunities. And it's the kind of thing that you see Man City do all the time. So it's it's the kind of next level attacking that is, you know, is really, really cool to see.
1: Oh, Man City, the the top of the table who's just two points away from us, what?
2: What? Yeah, exactly. uh, that's two points
1: goal differential. What? What? Oh, cool. <laughs> Whose budget is like what? I don't know, seven times us. Oh my god. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> but,
2: and defensively as well. I mean, because that sets up the whole attack, and I, you have to say with like Van de Ven, I think he's been incredible. He's been a a little bit unlucky on a couple of mm. um, kind of rebounds and one own goal, but I think that just indicates that he's in the right place and he's making the right challenges and he's he's getting himself into the block. So um he, he was clocked as like the fastest player in the bundesliga last year and i think that shows he's udogi going up against adama traore last week and mm. like he handled him beautifully like he's, he's strong he's fast he he looks like he's going to create wingers a lot of problems trying to get past him so romero has been fantastic he's very good on the ball and starting that kind of um push out of the bag so yeah the the defense has been absolutely phenomenal
1: i mean I just have to be superficial for a hot second here and call out that Mickey give this is giving me Jan Vertonghen vibes down from like the height, what, to the blondness, to just like that vibe of like, yeah, high school jock, but, you know, card of gold. And I mean, acid. you can call out the Charlie Parrish tweet that we love. Well,
0: absolutely. <laughs> but, so from but, a few weeks ago, there's this uh, Twitter thread or X thread. What do you think? call it's it now, Twitter, Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Twitter thread from Charlie Parrish, calling exactly this out. And it's like, I guess we're all seeing it. Yeah. And he said that he does look like the high school jock with a heart of gold. And then it turned into kind of like a mini fanfic <laughs> of the different <laughs> like things that are going to happen over the season.
1: The fact that grown men are now so positive on Twitter again, of course, barring the Carabao Cup fiasco, which I'm not even going to get into because my mood is just so great, but we didn't even get to Bisuma yet. And yeah. the fact that there's just so many man of the match twice, like back to back. There's just so much good energy. Like yeah. the new boys, Acid and I were worried we wouldn't know their names. We know them now. Solomon, Bisuma <laughs> yeah. Udoki, Papim, like uh, Matt's like yeah. ah! and
2: Solomon so had a great game yesterday, I thought, it brings a really nice new dimension to the attack. He's like kind of like Kulu, but on the other side. And Means no matter which corner you go to, there's going to be really good, kind of penetrating attacks into the box. So, yeah, Solomon was great. That assist back to Sun, I thought, was really, really clever mm-hmm. and kind mm-hmm. of showed his skills. So, yeah. Um, and Kulu, again, in transition, just when they're able to give him the ball, kind of the half field mark, and he's got the strength and balance and speed to kind of really push into the defense and retain possession. It's, yeah, really, really cool to watch.
1: And this is just our starting 11 guys obviously we yeah. were still we see Ange and again carabao cup like try to rotate the players and we cut we see like uncle ivan Perisic and, and hoybe coming in at, at like you know as a sub we see benny boo coming in royal coming in we see um what's his name oh my god i'm forgetting it but like with the fact that we have uh, oh skip yeah skip, skip Skips in there coming well, in yeah. like <laughs> It's wild. It's, I'm not saying we have the depth of all depths, but there's still a lot of rebuild that needs to be done. But the fact that it's this good mix of people that like you wouldn't think to put together in the past. I mean, Bizuma was not even utilized. And now it's like yeah. he's a freaking star.
2: Yeah, amazing. And then maybe we'll get Bentoncourt back to mm. add even another kind of really good asset in the, in the midfield. So it's, it's looking incredibly positive. I think not conceding a goal... To man, U, and then again yesterday, it's it's really nice to put up those those clean sheets. Oh, I sorry, guess, no, Burnley, we did, Burnley, we did, we the, did too, give but, up two, didn't we? But, yeah.
1: but the fact that good sport, there's that we we were one down and came back strong with right. five. Yeah. Come on, I think yeah, you no. Know, what I wanted to, I guess the one thing that I, I hear a little bit of a, a chatter and whatnot is about Ricky Rick carlison and how he's contributing to this and and all that. And of course, yes, he did score in the Carabao Cup, and that's wonderful for him but like I feel like this guy just needs a bit of time um to settle in and, and see that like dude the pressure is not on you like it's not because Kane left and I mean the number is on freaking Madison's back but like it's literally a team effort and I think I saw this really nice um comment from Madison on Rick Carlison's Instagram where he's like brother the 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 goals will come don't worry like it's just so sweet and like kumbaya and just like oh my god this is the tottenham i know and love and everybody is really coming together for this like harry kane we're happy for you but we're gonna be okay for a while so that's like it makes me feel so good
0: yeah totally and i think Yes, yeah, so we were talking about this last night, and we were thinking that we used to have stars. Like when you think about Spurs, you think of the, the big three, who was like Hugo and Harry and Sun. Mm. Um, and now we, like, we have, your words were a whole damn Milky Way, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because everyone's really stepping up. And I think it's so super, we saw a tweet about this uh, yes. a few weeks back, about the, am I pronouncing this correctly, the, the Ewing theory? Mm. So basically, it's, it's what's happening to us now. So it was popularized by former ESPN columnist Bill Simmons, a star athlete that receives a large amount of media attention and fan interest, but crucially never leads his team to any meaningful success, leaves their team. Then the team exceeds expectations without the player. And I think this is textbook us right now.
1: Are we now renaming this the Kane theory? But you know what? We sure Who knows. <laughs> There's a theory until we prove it into uh, actually scientific method but honestly i'll take the milky way any day of the week
2: for sure and i think we're i think we're still managing our own expectations Mm. i mean i think we're an extremely zeitgeisty team right now like fans across the board seem to be liking the way Spurs play. where this first game on match of the day on saturday (laughs) night so but i think i it's important that Spurs aren't going to let that get to their head. We know it's still a big task. We're fighting tooth and nail for top four, maybe like that. That's a really big ambition, um, considering how how challenging the league is at the moment. So, yeah, I mean, if if for me still, if we're comfortably top half of the table, then I'm pretty happy and we keep building. Um, So, yeah, I don't think. Anybody's getting too overambitious at this point.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I really, I kind of want like the entire fandom to kind of chill out also a bit. Yeah, calm, calm the fuck. Down. Yeah, a message, official position on this <laughs> by Stalking Spurs is yeah, let's, we're having fun. Let's chill out. Last night, I think it was on. It was on um match of the day. Uh, someone happened to say that, ooh, are we contenders now? And oh, Toby and I started please. yelling at the TV <laughs> and telling them yes. to shut up. Because no, 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 we're not expecting that at all. Yeah. Top knock four, all. maybe. Yeah. yeah,
1: knock on all the wooden surfaces. And I also feel like, yes, Ange has been outperforming expectations and has been giving the best vibes ever. But, like, guys, see how quickly the fandom can turn when we got kicked out of the Carabao Cup. They were like, oh, yeah. that was wrong. And I'm not saying don't hold him accountable, but set your expectations to a real level, guys. Last season, yeah. we were not enjoying the football. And this season, we look forward to it. And so I'm like, guys, yeah. can we just like relax? And so, yeah. everyone, pop a little chill pill and. Uh, yeah, enjoy that freaking hat trick from Sonny because that was wild. And this captain, my captain, our captain has just been, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm blown away. Yeah, we just want to call out
0: what, wow. So he just can't stop making history here. So yesterday, I, I love this. So Holland, Son and Ferguson all scored hat tricks on the same day. And according to this tweet from BBC Match of the Day, um, it's the first time this has happened since 1995. It's only the second time that three different players have scored a Premier League hat trick on the same day. The last one was I only recognize one of these names: Fowler, Sheer. Uh, how do I pronounce this? Yaboa. That that was in 1995.
1: Fowler wasn't Here. born yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and now she's gallivanting in Israel. So wow. Yeah, Sunny, alongside Holland and Ferguson, because it takes the three, of power of three, for it to break the record. But yeah, I mean, again, with our you know clear eyes, you know, full hearts, can't lose can't mentality. Lose. Um, we do have upcoming games: Sheffield United at home. Uh, I I don't know if I can mention their name here, but we have a derby, a uh, North London derby, away. <laughs> Um, and then Liverpool at home and Luton Town away. Those are our next four games. And having seen our first four games, Acid Toby, it's that time of the season and the time of the episode where we ask predictions. So I'm gonna I'm <laughs> gonna caveat
0: this, and I feel like I can't. Even in the worst of times, I was saying maximum points. I think it would be really, really off-brand for me <laughs> to not say that now. So I'm going to say that. I-, I want us to get maximum points. But you know what? What I want more is for these games to just be fun to watch. Yeah. So so that's it. I'm sure we're going to drop points.
1: But maximum Le- Just let points. it not be against
0: Arsenal. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with with what Acid said. I think let's just play bold football and and keep going and and not be intimidated by by Liverpool and by Arsenal because we have a really really good squad, and everybody you know seems to believe in what we're doing. So yeah, I hope they just really take take it to them and play some beautiful football.
1: Momentum is on our side. Ange era has arrived, and as much as I'm keeping a level head about this, it feels good, and we will lose at some point we will draw we will we are not going to be contenders and i'm so excited to eat my words but we're not contenders i just want like toby said to what make it to europa i don't even know just not make it not get relegated let's keep it real so (laughs) however for these four next games maximum points
2: thank you toby
1: for grace, joining grace, us and gracing us with some wisdom. And honestly, I'm so excited to talk to you again because it's been wild. Thanks, Patty. Thanks. Come on, you Spurs. And we're back.
0: Okay. Name a more likable man in football right now than Ange Postecoglou.
1: You cannot.
0: We can't. We can't. He's like... He's- Results, we know that, but he's also bringing like the personality and the humility and the humor and everything. And it's like it's just it's so to me it's so refreshing. It's such a I guess with the backdrop of all of the toxicity in the Spanish, yeah. <laughs> it's nice to see like a person just thriving and looking out for others. And you know it's just it's amazing. We just so we lined up now like a bunch of examples of things that we just absolutely love about and
1: The world is tough. And football is a crazy place to be. I mean, yes, you mentioned all the entire Spanish FA craziness, like just like wild stuff that is past as normal. And here is our Ange, our manager, who honestly has raised the bar so freaking high. Fandom is a bit... A little too enamored that i feel like he won't live up to their expectations i'm gonna try to keep it real here because i still think he's human and he will make mistakes and that's okay because he's just so charming so he you know he, he really has like an appreciation i guess for boundaries of the body and all that jazz especially given you know what we saw at the world cup finals but anyway there is this video on Instagram and it's him being interviewed in one of these sports shows and he sits down, shakes hands with everybody and in comes the gaffer, not, not the manager, the the gaffer and like, you know, the crew that hooks up people with their microphones and this guy comes in, pulls up Anja's shirt, shoves a microphone in, and you can see Anja's a bit taken aback. You should click this video because he is just so cute in it. I mean, Clearly, he felt a bit taken aback, but he took it all in stride. And he goes, introduce yourself first, mate. (laughs) It's just perfect because it disarms it with humor. But also calls out the fact that, hey, you're in my space and it's not cool. And I like that. I like how he, you know, and maybe I'm reading too much into this interpreting it and he could all just be cool with everything. But I think given the larger you know, vibes that are going on in the football world, Mason Greenwald, and, you know, all of that. Like, it's just so refreshing to see someone so thoughtful. And I feel like he does think about these things. And because he is such a, I guess, intentional guy. And yeah, it was just nice and so funny to just deflect it with humor. I really like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because it's like when you call out like your boundaries and stuff, I feel like it's, it's always a dicey thing to thread. And I thought he did that perfectly. That's really, that was super cool. This other one, um, I think is a great example of his humility. Also, a video on Instagram where he, I think, this was before his Spurs era. Like he was, um, I think this was still when he was with like either Celtic or like whoa, the Japanese team that he managed. Oh, and yeah, pe- um, people were interviewing him about like his like attacking style of play, and then they asked him like how he does that, and he kind of just shrugs and says, "I was just copying Pep." <laughs> Again, so charming. Doesn't, like, claim it on his... Again, deflecting with humor.
1: Yeah. Love it. I think it's just sort of refreshing to have this kind of humility. And, yeah, again, the dash of humor and the excessive, and I love it, peppering of mate into this (laughs) because it comes off even more, like, genuine. I really like listening to his... um, press conference interviews, like, I usually yes. don't watch those because, like, I mean, it's a manager talking about tactics and team selection and just dodging terrible questions from journalists that are trying to steer shit. But for him, it's actually super insightful. Like, last night, literally, acid, what I did is watch Ang Postacoglu, like, conference, post-press co- conferences as I fell asleep. Like, it was so calming and so <laughs> reassuring to have his voice just, like, lull me to sleep. Um, speaking of things that I like listening to and lulling me into this feeling of safety, we have, I mean, Adele Watch Your Spot, because you aren't the only Spurs fan who's a singer these days. Robbie Williams has jumped on the bandwagon and has covered a cover of his song Angel. Um, so basically, a fan made this cover of Angel and redid the lyrics so that it would talk about Ange and how um Poch has moved on, and we know we're loving Ange instead. And, of course, the internet surfaced this to Robbie Williams, who then sings, like, the chorus of it, and it's Robbie Williams singing about Spurs, and at the end of it, he goes, I guess I'm a Spurs stand now then. <laughs> Which I thought was really cute. And it went all the way to, of course, like, I mean, BBC Match of the Day, because we're now suddenly, like yeah the cool club that everyone likes talking about and I don't know it feels weird but I'm liking it
0: I love it I love this it's such a nice gesture from Robbie like even if he he, like was never a Spurs fan it's so much like Spurs fan brownie points to do this like he didn't have to and but and I love that he did it's such a like it kind of gave me both like goosebumps and tears (laughs) hearing this cover after like hearing the original for years and years and loving the song and just hearing it now about Spurs is just, I love it. It's perfect.
1: So Port Vale, oh, um, Robbie Williams, actual club that he does support just signed our midfielder, Alfie Devine from the under 21s on a season long loan. And basically this past weekend, he helped them win their winning goal. I think it was like a shootout or whatever, but Yay. there's the Spurs connection. So Robbie, It's fine. Lean in. This is good. Yeah, And you know who else is happy about this? Ange himself. So, of course,
0: (laughs) when something like this happens, you know he's going to be asked about it at a press conference. And, of course, he was. And he said, again, handles it like a pro. He says, I'll just float out of here feeling good about myself. So cute. Super cute
1: cute and there was an entire like i think what was it i, I think this is, you got this from like the 60 minutes australia one where they the, you know mm. i think the yeah. whole australia is just so proud and happy for him that we're getting all this like aussie coverage which i think is nice and refreshing because of course it's also a football country in a way um but it just feels just more the, removed. yeah Oz, like aussie
0: aussie football is also like because of the
1: world cup yeah, yeah
0: becoming a football nation exactly
1: so it's just it's just nice to see this other perspective and it's not as like you know the british coverage of it and here like he's their local hero and it's just so nice to see so just really happy for him i mean speaking of people we are happy for we have a new era at this club and it seems like you know like the eras tour Captain Sunny is entering a new era. I'd like to think this is his red era because it's really when Taylor Swift came into her own. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's when it's like, I hate that I'm calling it red because red are our games, But I'm referring to Taylor Swift's red, okay. Of course. And that is a seminal yeah. piece of music in the Taylor Swift lore. But Sun Hyung-min has been, of course, appointed our captain and... He has been phenomenal at it. Of course, he is with his co-vice captains, Matters and Cutty, but there's just so many facets to him that we've seen over the years that, like, it's super cute. So check out this Twitter.com thread from In Love with HM. I love that account. They just keep posting yeah. the guns. Yes, and it's super cute because it shows like a super cut of Sonny being the two sides of himself basically the de facto yaya of the entire you know like nanny of the entire gang and super duper rowdy brother the only two settings he has so it's super sweet please play this video because it's actually really short but check out how you know how when it's like cold and they have to wear like the buffer jackets but they're also wearing like the warm-up clothes so that you know they get seen on this on the touchline when they're warming up well guess what Those puffer jackets, they get stuck inside the warm-up clothes. And so what Sunny did, and you can see in this video, is literally he is pulling out and unstucking, like he is de like making sure that everybody is fitting their clothes quite well. And it feels very like fixing the bimpo on the back of the kid from Kinder. And it's so sweet. And it's Sunny just doing it like it was just like a normal thing to do, like a little adjuma that he is, and helping out all the little kids in his like preschool i don't know but it's so sweet and then cut to the next scene where he's literally beating up these people lovingly a loving ribbing a loving like you know rowdiness to them but it's just like the dichotomy of sunny is wild and it's just so nice to see him really come into his own and be this super caring guy um that he is and leading this team with such grace and maturity
0: it it's like I I love it. I really love this video, specifically the start where he's helping people get dressed. It's so caring. It's so like it is so yeah in the most loving and supportive way. And like I'm trying to think now, like is this like an emblematic of his um Style. like philosophy yeah. on leadership? And it's not a
1: rah-rah, yeah.
0: I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm shaking my fists and beating my (laughs) chest. an audio (laughs) format. Yes. Yeah. But that kind of leadership, it's not that. It's uh, I'm gonna make sure that like you guys have everything you need to succeed from the littlest detail of making sure that like neon vest is on without getting your hood stuck. It's like it's really it's so. It's I I love I love seeing this kind of leadership. Ah,
1: we love you, Sunny.
0: We love you so much, and then, in this next video, we see maybe a more like traditional kind of leadership as like spokesperson for the team almost check out I'm sure everyone's seen this, but I just wanna call out that this is a great example. Check out um the post match interview from after the Burnley game um and I think Patty, you sent this and you called yeah. it out first, and it's it's a shining example of this other setting he now has that's this like mature leader with like great interview skills he looks oh. calm in front of the camera he's answering confidently and like and not like the prepackaged type of answers like he's really like offering insight and being candid which is excellent and i think the first three comments really sum it up so i i'm, I'm sure the top three comments are different by now but at the time that we saw this the first one says, such an elegant speaker and, a cl- and clearly a natural leader. We are seriously mm. blessed to have him. Yes, yes. upvote that. Yes. Our captain apologizing for the loss. Wow. Respect. Again, yeah. humility. Yeah. And finally, what a privilege that our kids get to see us cheering on a team led by a man worth looking up to on and off the pitch. So much integrity, humor, kindness, and compassion. So cool to see. It is so freaking.
1: To see. i think it's really like obviously a double-edged sword in that there is so much responsibility in his shoulders and he's like I also want him to be human and he will mess up in the same way where Lloris did like the drunk driving and it like, you know, like these people are humans and it's okay yes. and we put them up on a pedestal and I, I just, I feel like Sunny takes it really seriously. Yeah. Like we've seen from Sensational just how like regimented his life is that I'm hoping he does find joy in this because it is a lot of pressure mm-hmm. and I want to make sure that like, he, he, I am reading him as like a bit of a people pleaser in a way. Yes.
0: Um,
1: and I want to make sure that he also finds value and like, you know, fulfillment in this, so that it's not just like for others, but really for himself, but he's matured so much. And like seeing him yeah. answer interviews is just like, it's about the team. It's about, you know, yeah. what we can improve. And it's just, it's so refreshing. It's like, there's, there is a confidence there, but it's not cockiness. And it's just such a joy to watch. Yeah,
0: I just want to add. I think we we had a chat on WhatsApp about mm. like our concerns on his yeah. and his people pleasingness, and I really hope that people the team are also looking out for him yes. because that's like I guess you can kind of handle that with maturity, but like there's something about like a people pleasing personality yeah. that is hard to kind of but like get away
1: from. I think it it seems like it, and of course we never saw this insight during the Loris Kane captaincy era because hugo doesn't have instagram and so we don't see the interactions right and because he's at the goal posts you know you don't see him interacting with the team but really sunny brings his own touch to this and now that he's more active on instagram like you can really see i really love how cutty james madison and sunny are just replying on all the players posts and are just like good job go team like i know it's performative maybe But I kind of imagine them in like the bus on the way home and everybody's excited and buzzing from the game and everybody's posting and everybody's liking each other's posts, you know, Spurs, they're just like us. Um, And it's just, it's just very, it's very heartwarming and very endearing. Yeah. But before we take a break, I'm just, I'm bringing this up because I want to take the last bit to, you know, focus on our favorite portion of the episode, but I can't move on without talking about the super duper cute and super duper random it is random <laughs> third kit reveal um acid has lovingly called i don't know if you called this but like it's called the kit's color is called taupe haze like i guess that's real acid uh, apparently i've been trying okay. to find where this came
0: from originally because it was like that's how people were referring to it on Twitter, mm. um, and then like on the official shop, it doesn't specifically say Topes, but if you Google okay. like press releases of okay. the launch, that's where it's said okay. also. Okay. So I'm assuming that's the official one.
1: I mean, I do feel like we are in Sephora, and this is a uh, I don't know, like a Kat Von D like eyeshadow palette. It is. But- <laughs> I'm sure I have an eyeshadow palette called Topes. <laughs> I'm not a fan of it, to be honest. It looks a bit. Like, it feels like the before shot of, like, a Tide commercial when your white <laughs> shirt is, like, dirty. Like, and you're like, who, how did that? And then after Mr. Clean or whoever it is goes through it, it becomes, like, a, the home kit. Anyway, neither here nor there. But, guys, check this out. It's a, um, a tweet from Davina underscore THFC. And uh, I I cannot describe this because it is very random. But know that it involves Rickarlison, the cockerel. Uh, his pigeon Pru Pru and a bunch of ornithologists. I'm not kidding. That is the, (laughs) those are the plot points. Please click on it. It is the most random thing you'll see today. And when we're back, our favorite segment of the episode, it is BB BB of the Week.
0: All right, and now everybody's favorite feature BB of the week. New season, new BBs. Just as an explainer, like what is this about to our new listeners? Basically, Patty and I just stalk the players and their soaps. Wags to the uninitiated. To just kind of find any like family related content, pictures with babies, pictures with kids, pictures from birthday parties, pictures from like the birth, you know, anything. And then we gather them and then we just we just like talk about them. And that's it.
1: Yeah. For those that don't know what a soap is. So we all know what a wag is, of course, wives and girlfriends. But at Stockings Spurs, we uh, elect to use the uh I guess the term soap which is significant others and partners just so that you know we're just being more i guess representative and neutral in our terminology all right yes Acid. and future proofing it for yes. the day but like some players finally comfortable and the ready gay. To come out. Yeah. yes yes i'm ready i'm ready acid's ready our terms are ready patriarchy our criminal come find us some gay players we love this <laughs>
0: All right now we're kicking things off with the one and only one of our own Harry Kane this is a week ago has it only been a week it's felt like longer but anyway a week ago he posted on his Instagram welcome to the world Henry Edward Kane 28 2023 love you baby boy he says which I love what a sweet <laughs> caption and the picture is precious it's this this thing like blowing up among we'll see more of this later but it's like that classic newborn a skin-to-skin moment of your newborn on your chest. And it's, it's
1: precious. It's cute. And we love it. Congratulations to congrats. Mama Kane. I can't imagine having to uproot your life, moving oh. to Bayern, Munich, and uh, suddenly you're giving birth. I, yeah. I know that she's been preparing for this. Clearly, Kate Kane is on top of her shit. But just like that, that's a lot of change. And so good job, Mrs. Kane. And congrats, Harry, for your fourth... Child, I wonder if they're going for a fifth. Who knows? <laughs> Still in the club forever in our hearts. Mama Marine Laris is turning 37. Guys, I love that this lady, our quantity and quality master, has a uh, celebrated another year around the sun. And in this Instagram, I mean, honestly, what is time these days? Because Anna Rose is practically like as tall as her father. I'm assuming. Juliana is a little lady now And Leandro is cute as ever They surround their mother In this multi-story post about her birthday And as always Maureen comes with the hashtag So this one goes Hashtag 37 Hashtag birthday party Hashtag family is everything Hashtag grateful And my favorite Hashtag Leo We know girl We know you are Leo energy And we are loving it for you Happy birthday, Maureen. You deserve all the best. We're so excited and thank you for continuing to provide us with content.
0: Yeah, thank you for your service. I just want to call out, I love Leandro's silky bob. This is so So cute. cute. The next time I get my hair done, I'm going to bring this video as a reference. I want want this reflective. I want this... That, that soft looking with the ends so curled
1: in—it's. He is it. such a cute BB. Like to be fair, he's the only BB left in that group, and yet, I'm still considering Anna Rose a BB. She is a lady now, but she's still a BB in my
0: heart. I, speaking of still BBs, okay, next. I know it's been three years mm-hmm. since Alex Morgan was <laughs> with us for three months, <laughs> but she still she still counts. Yes. Check out Alex Morgan's bunch of photos with Charlie. Who is huge? Oh my gosh, she's so
1: she cute. is huge. She's so, Look at the she's big a little girl. girl. Look at her. Yeah. She's still so cute though. Like, this girl is just like getting stretched, but still so adorable. Love still it. Still so adorable. Life.
0: Love these photos on
1: holiday in Florida. Please post more. You're the cutest. <sighs> super cute. From one cuteness to another. Gio Lo Celso is back in our hearts and so are his Instagram photos. He is a father now because yeah, Gio's a big boy already and he posts Paseo en Familia por London. So this is basically, I guess, the day out with the family Um, in my very basic English family trip in London and some emojis. I love them. Very cute. And literally, it is doing touristy things. It is a sweet, sweet, sweet little chubbs little girl in like a nice pink jumper. His wife looking great in front of the red telephone booth in, I guess, like High Street, you know, with the black cabs. You see him with the red buses. Like, it's very tourist. And I'm loving this. His daughter is super cute. We have yet to find out what daughter's name is. And I'm making it my mission to find out. So don't you worry, guys. We will get to the bottom of this. but. I'm loving it. I love that, you know, Loch also has a smile where he's like, I look a bit awkward, but I love it. His daughter is so cute. Super happy for them. Super happy. And
0: from London Day Out, we go to London Day at Home. (laughs) Check out Cuties Romero on this Instagram. Just a bunch of photos of them hanging out at home in their cozy little sweats. Super cute. This looks, I'm assuming this is their house. I'm assuming it's. As well. And it's just, it's Romero with his little cutie. And Tino. I don't know, is he watching something? Is this bluey? Who knows? But they're just, they're sharing a cute, cuddly moment.
1: So cute. Tino is super duper cute. And I think there were some Instagram stories a couple of weeks back of Tino at the game. And also um daughter, um, Lucia, was at the game. And they were kind of like hanging out. And I'm like... <sighs> It is this like a love theme in the future? I don't know, but I like it. I like it. Play dates, play dates. All right. Super Speaking of new daddies, um, this was the biggest reveal of a Beyonce level of a pregnancy. We didn't even know. We don't get skin to skin photos here, guys. We get the kid walking on the pitch. It's that big already. Um, Ben, Daddy Davis is now an actual daddy slash father because it seems he and Emily Kaplan decide. Have given birth. So remember how a couple months back we speculated that Emily was pregnant because she was posting about this quote unquote client that she was doing nursery things for. Well, guess what? That wasn't that was a feint and that was a call out to the universe and we picked it up. But now we see actual daddy. Um Benny Boo, after you know, the game where he owned well, they own gold and he was the last touch before the own goal. So he shows his kid. Um, walking on the touchline, and his caption is Rolf's first game. He thought it was my goal, which I think <laughs> is super duper cute. Also, Rolf is like still in like the slightly alien face, which is just adorable, but he's already wearing kit. Like he is I wearing know. shorts, he's wearing socks, yeah. he's wearing, I'm assuming, a daddy <laughs> kit, and there is no neck. It is a new neck watch 2020 except unlike Davinson Sanchez, who provided content I don't think we're ever going to see Ralph again until he turns 18 so <laughs> take the first and last look at this super cute baby because that's all oh we're going God. to get congratulations Ben Congrats. and Emily Ralph welcome to Spurs BB of the
0: week um, I, I love it when newborns are in kit it's like what for you can't <laughs> even hold your head up why are you wearing football kit? <laughs> yes.
1: He can't do anything. He's pooping and sleeping and drinking milk. Alright.
0: Finally. <laughs> Finally. Oh my god, we have we have we have a BB, we have two BBs storming into this category and all the way to first place. Congratulations, Matters. Check out these photos. They're so cute. They're honestly from a few weeks ago already, but technically like within the summer. So here's Madder saying Delilah and Rome Madison 020723 heart emoji, big eyes, feeling cute emoji. And you, oh my, I, I really, I love, I said this earlier, I'll say it again. I love this trend of just secure and wholesome masculinity and holding like your, your baby against your, your newborn baby against your bare chest. And here he looks so happy and so proud. He's holding them both at the same time. He's smiling. He has a hairnet.
1: I love it. He does have a hairnet. I am loving that we're getting this fresh crop. I I haven't seen um, Ben Lancorp post anything lately, but his daughter, Lissia, is also super cute. And so I'm excited. Congrats to Roman Delilah. Welcome to Spurs BB of the Week. We're so excited to have you. And you know what matters? Give us more. We want quality. I mean, there was that super cute TikTok video which we didn't even get the cover of. Matters asking his son <gasps> like if he likes Spurs, right? And then, but yes. does he like Rice Krispies more? And he goes, he likes Rice Krispies more, which is totally <laughs> fair. That's so cute. Oh, i we gonna add that for that. you guys. Yeah, none of the so Family is coming for the Lurice crown. I have to say, and watch Maureen, We trust you. We know you will give us content. But yes. Thank you, Acid. Thank you, Toby. And thanks, everyone, for joining us again. We're into what is a season? Is this five or four? This is season five now, I think. Oh my God. We've Whoa. hit the fifth and we're so and happy. And now, pa lang I have hands. a mic. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we survived. We survived. Onwards and upwards. Yeah. Super excited for Angeball. Thank you for joining us. If you aren't following us on our socials, we're at Stocking Spurs on Twitter. We're never saying X. And Instagram. And we'd love for you to tell us what you think. Um, leave us some comments, like, subscribe, share with a friend. And we'll see you guys next time on Stockings Spurs. Come, Come on, Spurs. First.